everybody, and welcome to a special third anniversary edition of the podcast. I'm your host, Tom Pipkin, and I'm joined as ever by my co-host, Tom Walker. Happy birthday, Tom. Cheers, mate. Three years. It's gone very quick. It has. It has. Um, first show, I think, was it 21 listeners? Something like that. Probably a ten, 10 each, and then... <laughs> Then a randomer. Um, Sound quality was dreadful. It had a weird whistle through the whole thing. Yeah, it did. Um, And yeah, three years down the line, nearly a 1,000 followers on Twitter and really good listener numbers week in, week out. So thank you to everyone that supported us in the last three years. Yep, absolutely. We also do want to apologise that we didn't record a show last week. Personal lives got in the way, couldn't be helped. So we're back on it this week with uh, plenty of good fixtures to sink our teeth into and hoping to cap off the anniversary with a, a bomb-proof treble win or two. Or yeah, three. yeah, because the last show that we actually recorded, um, we won. Um, so we did. Yeah, the last the last show, um, it was myself that won a uh, a bet. It was just over three to one. So. Yeah, kind of, even though we had that hiccup last week, carrying on some uh, some half-decent form. Yeah, as, to be honest, last week, looking at all the results, um, in hindsight, it was a tough week, wasn't it? Lots of coupon busters thrown in here, there and everywhere. Uh, very surprised if many people got a, a good ACCA win. Absolute coupon busters galore. Yeah. So hopefully we won't have the same this week. We'll go straight into the Premier League. Uh, then we'll look at Championship League 1 and League 2. So in the Prem, starts on Saturday, plenty of three o'clock games. Uh, there's five this week. There's a 12.30, Liverpool-Bournemouth. Liverpool lost three of the last four games, uh, including not scoring any goals in those three games that they've lost. Obviously, they're going to win the league. Um, they're about one to five to beat Bournemouth this weekend. Very short, despite their poor form. Expect them to get a win? Yeah, but uh, right now I don't know why you would you would back them at 1-4. Do you no. know what I mean? There's an element of doubt and the risk is not... It's just not worth it really, is it? No. You don't want there to be an element of doubt when you're backing something at those short prices, do you? Exactly. You want to see them as a short bet. Exactly. So, yeah, um, Liverpool, you know, no one get carried away. They should win. Um, but, yeah, be interesting to see what kind of team selection, obviously with the uh, Atletico Madrid tie coming mm. up as well, um, where they're, they're 1-0 down. So, watching brief, I think. Yep. Three o'clock then. Um, anything that you would like to take your pick from there, I'll just rattle through them really, really quickly. Yep. Arsenal, West Ham, Palace, Watford. Sheffield United, Norwich, Southampton, Newcastle, and Wolves, Brighton. Uh, Arsenal, I think it's it's best to start off there. Um, they're against a West Ham side. Uh, apart from that Southampton win in their last game, they've been really, really poor. Um, under David Moyes, I actually put out on Twitter today uh, that I actually think that uh, West Ham will end up going down, actually. Um, Arsenal eight to fifteen, not the best price, but a side that has lost one of their last six against a team that has won one of their last six. West Ham have lost four uh, of their last 
um, away games in a row. Traditionally as well, Arsenal not lost at home to West Ham in the last four encounters. Uh, yeah, for me, Tom, pretty straightforward win here for Arteta's boys. Yeah, can't disagree with you there. Um, price is short though, isn't it? What's about one to two for Arsenal to get the win? Yeah, it's eight similar to 15, price. Yeah. yeah, similar price for Wolves, um, six to ten. So just a little bit better for Wolves. They're at home to Brighton. Again, a team I thoroughly expect to get a pretty routine win here. Uh, Brighton are kind of in free fall at the moment, aren't they? Yeah. They've not, not won in the last nine games, no clean sheets in the last nine games. Um, it's seeing them tumble. I say tumble down to 15th. Um, it sounds a bit better than it actually is when you actually look at the league table because there are three teams directly below them all on 27 points. So they're actually only one point outside the relegation zone. Um, if they continue this form, it's going to be deep trouble for them. But uh, Wolves, on the other hand, going very well at the moment. I think they should have way too much for this Brighton side and the price reflects that. Yeah, agreed. Comfortable win for for Wolves. Um, Brighton, totally agree. Um, not looking good at the moment. Anything else that you'd like for the three o'clocks? Oof. I mean, Palace, Watford, Sheffield United, Norwich, Southampton, Newcastle. Very tough to call, I think. Very tough. Very yeah. tough. Yeah. Um, Burnley, Spurs then. That's the 5.30. And I tell you what, I don't fancy Spurs. I'm looking at double chance Burnley, 8 to 15, all day long here. You took it right off my uh, right off my stat sheet here. <laughs> I thought you'd be thinking along the same lines. Yeah, 100%, mate. Yeah, couldn't agree anymore. Uh, Tottenham lost four in a row. Um, I mean, yeah, for me, Burnley as well, not lost in their last four games. Um, you know, two wins in their last four. Definitely leaning towards the Clarets, being relatively decent at home as well. Uh, and some good good uh, performances recently against some good sides as well. Yeah, it's actually, you say no defeats in the last four. It's actually no defeats in the last six with four wins out Ooh. of those six games. Um, nice. And four clean sheets in the last five matches as well. So keeping it very tight at the back. That, you know, there's a lot of talk about Nick Pope coming into Gareth Southgate's plans as uh, number one for England at the Agoros this summer. Um, I could see it, but uh, yeah, I can definitely see Burnley getting something from this game. Nine to five for Burnley on the nose as well. If you fancy that, that's a big price. Big price and uh, very tempting for the uh, for the five thirty kickoff there. Yeah. Um, okay. Anything on Sunday in the Premier League which takes your fancy? We've got Chelsea Everton, tough game, and then United City again, uh, tough game to call. Oh, I mean. I know the profit chasers come to us for uh, for tips, but honestly, I, I can't tip anything out with either game. I don't think um, the the one thing that I'm leaning towards in the Chelsea game um, is both teams to score. Um, I think you've seen that both sides have got defensive uh, frailties going forward. Chelsea are not always scintillating, uh, but they do have players like. Ross Barkley showed in midweek, you know, just a moment of brilliance can uh, can end up in a goal. Um, for me, both teams to score seven to ten, probably the best bet here uh, for two sides that 
know where the back of the net is. And also their goalkeepers are pretty accustomed to picking it up out of their own net too. Yeah, yeah, completely agree. Uh, Manchester derby, that's, uh, again, like you say, a tough one. Interestingly, it seems as though the away side has had the better of the derby in the last few years. So going all the way back to uh, 2016, so four years, there's only been one home win. That's in seven games, just one home win. Um, the rest have all been for the away side. Wow. So uh, interestingly, that is Man City this weekend. Uh, 11 to 20 is a price for City. But yeah, I can't split these two. I really can't. They're both on decent form, aren't they? Manu have really improved in the last few games. Bruno Fernandes, has, I think, has had a lot to do with that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, not not cut and dry. And, and like you said, this has been one of the more unpredictable derbies, I'd say, um, in the Premier League uh, in recent times. And yeah, to, for me, a, a game to enjoy from the sofa with, uh, with no bets on, I don't think... Um, yeah. yeah, I really honestly don't know where to go with this one. So finally, then we've got Leicester Villa on Monday night. Uh, Villa in obvious need of the points in their attempt for survival. Lost the cup final to Manchester City last weekend. Do you think that's going to have an impact on this one? Um, or do you think they could get something from Leicester? Leicester are short, you know, 33 yeah. to 100, 1 to 3, whichever way you want to carve it. It's a short price for Leicester and they... I've not really been impressed by them, to be honest, in the last kind of six weeks. No, no, that that's what I've got wrote down here. Uh, it just says Leicester, question mark, short price. Um, yeah. Two teams woefully out of form. Um, you know, in the last eight games, so four each, there's only been one win. Um, and that's uh, actually for Leicester in the FA Cup over Birmingham, uh, 1-0 there. Yeah, I, I really don't know where to go with this one either. Uh, Grealish versus Madison. Um, obviously, two players very capable on their day of, of turning any game. And yeah, I'm, I'm really not sure. I think obviously you got a side with Leicester. Villa only got eight points on the road. Uh, they've lost 10 of 14 away from Villa Park. So you would expect Leicester to get back on the horse here. But you know, that price stinks for me. Yeah, it really does. Uh, one thing I would be looking at is both teams to get on the score sheet here. Uh, the price for that one is 8 to 11. It's a bit better than I thought it would be, to be honest. Yeah. Each of the last six meetings between the two sides has been both teams to score. Uh, Villa without a clean sheet themselves in 12 consecutive games. Um, so obviously they're leaking goals. Nine out of the last 10 Villa games have been both teams to score as well. So tends to be, you know, when they play, there's goals involved at both ends. So I could see that again. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Um, even with Vardy not being uh, as prolific as before, I think it's fair to say that uh, Leicester still do carry a goal threat all over the pitch. Yeah, definitely. Right, so that's a lot for the Premier League then. Let's roll into the Championship. Uh, anything that you'd like to tip on Friday night? Our faithful Nottingham Forest at home to Millwall or uh, <laughs> watching brief, hope we win and move on? Um, I'm really not sure here. Um, you have a look at Forest's last three games. Disappointing 0-0 at home to QPR. They beat Cardiff 
one nil away. Um, a decent performance, I think, without being scintillating. And then Middlesbrough, at times good, at times terrible. So <laughs> with Millwall, um, I think it's pretty obvious to everyone who follows championship football, you shut down Jed Wallace, you shut down Millwall, um, but a very... Millwall are the kind of steely side that I think Forrest will struggle against. So I'm actually going to uh, recommend that the profit chasers don't back Forrest. Uh, priced at 13 to 10, it is tempting, but too many frailties recently, I think. Yeah, you're right. Millwall are the kind of side who are going to let Forrest have the majority of the possession. Um, and that's exactly when Forrest are at their poorest, isn't it? They prefer it to be the other way around where... Uh, teams are coming on to them and they can get spring on the counter-attack and that's not going to be Millwall, I don't think. Yeah, exactly. The rest of the games then on Saturday, they there's a few I like the look of. I uh, don't know about yourself. I'll get us started with the obvious. Um, Yorkshire Derby, Leeds, Huddersfield. I do expect Leeds to get the win here. Um, it feels like their blip is long gone. Four wins in a row now for Leeds. I expect this to be a fifth. Uh, the price at 9-25 to 25 for the win, so it's pretty short. It's nearly 1-3, to three, so you don't want to dwell on this one too much. But, you know, just one point now behind West Brom at the top of the league. Uh, five ahead of Fulham. So, they've got a little bit of a gap over the playoff chases now. Um, I think they'll get a steady win against Huddersfield, who are performing poorly, aren't they, really? 17th in the league. They've probably done enough to stay up this season, but it's been a very poor season and one they will probably just want to be over with and uh, start again next season. Yeah, for sure. Um, they'll still be looking over their shoulders a little bit. Uh, four points uh, of a gap. You can guarantee the Cowley brothers will not be uh, thinking that they're safe right now. Um, but yeah, you would expect them to have enough. And yeah, just a a quick one on the uh, relegation fight in the championship. Yeah, it's usually said about what forty-six points is enough generally. Do you reckon that's going to be higher this year? Yeah, we've already got Middlesbrough in twenty-second on thirty-eight points. So yeah, they're only eight points behind that with ten games still to play. Completely agree. Yeah, I I don't think it will be enough actually. Yeah, it will be very very. high point score in relegation battle. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, this season, even though Luton have struggled quite a lot at times, there's never been a period where there's been a team, like Rotherham last year, they were relegated with weeks, if not yeah. if not over a month yep. at a season left. Not at one stage, the championship hasn't been like that this year, despite Luton. Um, going through some really tough times. Now, Luton are five points uh, off safety and, yeah, definitely uh, a dogfight till the end. Let's talk about Brentford. Uh, Brentford are obviously still well in the promotion hunt. Um, In fifth, they have struggled recently. Um, It's not a Brentford side that is kind of firing on all cylinders at the moment. They're priced at four to seven. It does feel a bit bizarre tipping a team that's won one of their last six and none of their last five at four to seven. But if there's anyone you want to play right now, it's Sheffield Wednesday. They 
they are in absolute well free fall has stopped obviously they, they did get a win against Charlton uh 26th of February but apart from that isolated incident and a and a decent performance against Man City the only loss really because of a goalkeeping error they have been in free fall uh this will be a kind of smack back to earth kind of uh uh, kind of fixture for them and Brentford nine of seventeen they've won at home, uh, scoring thirty one goals. I, I think it will be back to business as usual for both Brentford and Wednesday. I just wish the price was a bit better. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I think they'll win pretty comfortably, but you know if they perform as they can, they'll swat aside Sheffield Wednesday. Um, yeah, three nil. No, yep. no questions asked, no problems. But uh, it's whether they're firing on all cylinders, that's the question. But I agree, I think they'll win. Um, I'm also looking at West Brom, price at 21 to 20. West Brom, one of the big coupon busters last weekend when they surprisingly lost at home to Wigan. Um, I'm sure a lot of people's accumulators were done in by that result. But away from home is where the baggies have actually been better. They've got the best away record in the championship. Um, 38 points gained out of a possible 56. So uh, it's a very good record. Wait, no. 38 points gained out of a possible 54. So very, very strong away from home. Um, Swansea are very up and down, very inconsistent. Still hanging on the edges of the playoffs. Um, they're four points off, but they've got one win in the last eight games. It's not playoff form. Uh, if they're looking to gate crash, really. And I just think West Brom are going to have too much quality. It seems that when there's less pressure on them away from home, they perform better. Um, and I think they'll get a win here. I agree. I agree. Um, Swansea went from looking like they were going to be, I, I suppose, for a couple of weeks, I really didn't think they'd be part of the playoff picture. I, I thought they'd be finishing mid-table, but obviously it's really opened up recently and they're only four points off. Um, so massive yeah. incentive for them, absolutely huge. Um, but yeah, West Brom, pretty much, pretty much cemented, I think, as uh, title favourites. Obviously, uh, we're going back a couple of weeks now. Leeds just a point behind, but you do get the feeling that West Brom overall are a little more consistent. Um, yeah. So yeah, West Brom for me, completely agree. Anything else for you in the championship? Um, I'm I'm going to go for Fulham. So Fulham are away at Bristol City. It's actually the early kickoff on Saturday, the twelve thirty. Uh, Fulham priced at twenty one to twenty. Fulham sat in third. Uh, they are five points away from uh, Leeds in second. Uh, so Fulham need to pretty much try and win every single game from here on in. Um, behind them, they've got a little bit of a gap uh, from Bristol City, who they're actually facing. Um, the gap is actually nine points. Um, massive game for Bristol City, of course. But at home, Bristol City have really struggled against top six sides. They don't have a single win against anyone in the top six at Ashton Gate. Um, they really struggle. Fulham come into the four, one loss. In their last six, with Bristol City with one win in their last six, um, 
it all points towards a win for the Lily Whites for me. Um, Fulham, again, a good price, 21-20 to away from home. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I'm surprised Bristol City are in seventh still, to be honest. I feel like they've had a very up and down, inconsistent season. Um, and actually, you look at Brentford, you think by and large this season, they've been very good. Um, 57 points and plus 26 goal difference. Then Bristol City, they're only three points behind, but they've got a minus two goal difference. It's uh, quite a difference. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, it's... It's very interesting at the top and the bottom. Um, but what an end to the season we're going to have. Little shout out um, to a couple of games that I've got my eye on just as a football fan. Uh, we've got Charlton Middlesbrough and Wigan Luton. Massive games at the, uh, at the bottom end of the tables. I wouldn't dare pick anyone to beat anyone, to be honest. But uh, very much looking forward to those games. Yeah. Okay, League One then. Uh, do you want to get us kicked off with something you fancy for League One? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, obviously, we're going to start in League One. I think we're going to start off with Rotherham. Rotherham away at Rochdale. Uh, Rochdale have had a little bit of a wobble recently. Three defeats in a row and uh, only one win in the last six games. Um, the defeats that they've had in a row have come against Portsmouth, Coventry, Sunderland. So this is, Tom, we've said this before, we feel like Rochdale are competitive and, and kind of a almost a best of the rest kind of team. They're down in 20th, but they, yeah. they, they're always competitive. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Against anyone that's not a promotion contender, when they play against someone in the top six, it does seem to uh, be a little bit too much for them. Uh, Rotherham. Obviously, occupying right now uh, second position. They are honing in on a return to the championship. Uh, they're just two points off, I'm going to say, surprise league leaders in Coventry. Um, they are also fully aware that Coventry and Portsmouth have got games in hand around them. So this is a massive game. Uh, Rotherham, 4-7. to seven. Uh, It's Again, it's a little bit tight. I wanted a little bit more. Uh, but Rochdale's recent form against top sides in League One uh, means that I'm fancying the Millers. Yeah, I can definitely see that one coming in. Um, right, speaking of Coventry, they're a good price this weekend. They're two to one to go away to Ipswich and get the victory. Uh, do I think they'll have enough about them to get the win? Uh, yeah. Yes, but I'm not going to tip that. I think I'm going to go for the double chance, be a bit more safe. It's one to two for Coventry to either win or draw this game. Um, Ipswich just generally very poor at the moment, aren't they? Just one win in the last eight games, six losses in those eight games. So one win, one draw, six losses. Um, the last two home games, they've lost, to, they've lost to Fleetwood and they've lost to Oxford, both to nil. Uh, they've lost recently... 4-1 to Peterborough at home. So they have really struggled at Portman Road in uh, recent weeks and months. I think the form that Coventry are in, like you say, league leaders now, they can definitely go there and get something. Uh, whether it's a win or not, I'm not so sure, but I definitely think they'll get at least a draw. Yeah, just doesn't seem that anyone can handle this 
this box formation that Coventry are playing um, in midfield. It's kind of, for those of you that haven't seen it, it's kind of four central midfielders, two sitting and two attacking, but all four of them rotate. It's it's pretty incredible. And um, it's, it's seeming to be a little bit of a problem. Obviously, it's a problem because Coventry are top, so clearly uh, people can't quite handle it at the moment. Yeah. Um, Tom, you touched on Oxford. Uh, I'm, I am going to tip him this week. Definitely comes with a whiff of caution. Um, they are away from home against Shrewsbury. Um, so on the surface of things, if you have a look at everything, uh, obviously Oxford right now lost one of the last six. They had a wobble, but they've won four in a row. Um, so they're definitely back, kind of moving in the right direction. Shrewsbury. Uh, one, two of their last six. If you have a look at their wins, uh, one was a 1-0 win against Bristol Rovers, who have been in absolute freefall for weeks and weeks and weeks now. Um, before that, they lost to Tranmere which at home, which is absolutely incredibly alarming. Um, Tranmere have been one of the worst sides in the league pretty much since day dot, um, to be honest. Before that, a decent 1-0 victory against Doncaster. So I think I think that the performances there and the results are kind of lying to us a little bit. I don't think the wins are as good as they uh as good as they read and I think the loss against Tranmere tells tells you quite a lot. Oxford uh like I said coming off the back of four wins in a row. A uh, really important game for them. They've actually slipped out of the playoff spots. Uh, they've played a game more than Fleetwood, and they're a point adrift. So this is a massive game for them. Um, priced at twenty-three to twenty, it's it's really quite tasty, uh, but it does come with a, with a whiff of caution. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I've just got one more for my selections in League One. That's Fleetwood to beat Blackpool. Fleetwood are at home, and they're priced at seventeen to twenty to do so. Um, <clears throat> Fleetwood on a pretty good run of form right now. They've won six of the last seven games. Uh, Blackpool, on the other hand, away from home, absolutely diabolical. They've not won away since September. Uh, they've lost five of the last six away games. If they went to Fleetwood in the form that Fleetwood are in and got a win, I'd be so, so surprised. I really would. I expected the odds on Fleetwood to be a bit shorter, actually. So I'm hoping to take them at nearly even. Uh, this should be a pretty comfortable win for them yeah yeah I agree I agree for sure um yeah the I mean the final thing I've got again it comes with a a whiff of caution um it's very hard to not bet against a team that hasn't won in the last six uh lost five in a row up until last week um haven't won in any of the last 10 away games that team, of course, is Bolton. Um, it at one stage looked like they may get out of out of it, but uh, it's it's proven too much, and they will be playing uh, League Two football next season. Of course, um, they are playing against a AFC Wimbledon side. I mean, the the stats are just read out for Bolton mean that this is absolute must win for Glyn Porter and uh, and Wimbledon. A huge opportunity to put even more space between them 
um, and the relegation zones. They're priced at evens. They've been relatively okay recently. Um, they've lost two of their last six, but winning only one. Um, again, I wish it was better opposition than than Wimbledon, um, but I, I can't not tip them against the Bolton side that are, that are absolute dire straits, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Great opportunity for Wimbledon to get a three points in the bag. Yeah. Um, right, let's move on to League Two then. Uh, there's quite a few nice selections in League Two. I'll get us started with Crew. Um, you know, every week when you look at the League Two fixtures, you look to see who's playing Stevenage this weekend. Crew get the honour of uh, playing Stevenage, which is something that will surely be uh, a three point haul for them. Um, Crew doing very well, sat second in League Two, just three points off top. Stevenage as we know, Stevenage, as we know uh, rock bomb of the league. Eight points adrift of Macclesfield. Eight consecutive losses for Stevenage. So they're not showing any fight whatsoever in no. this relegation battle. Um, the price for Crew is uh, 11 to 25 on the nose. So it's a little bit below evens. Sorry, it's, it's a little bit below one to two. Um, I think you could go into the handicap here. Minus one, minus two. Um, I think Crew can put three, four past Stevenage this weekend. The form that both sides are in. Hundred percent. I'd say probably the if I had to put everything I have on a game this weekend, it would be this one. This is the most blatant, kind of glaringly obvious uh, good team against bad team uh, case yeah. scenario in the in the English pyramids this weekend. So yeah. Um, Crew all day, every day, looking forward to the day that Stevenage's relegation is confirmed. They've been absolutely horrible this season. Um, moving forward, I've got a really good price for you, Tom, I think. Oh, I love a good price. I, I think this is a really good price. Um, Swindon, top, three-point cushion on crew, game in hand, at home against a Forest Green side that haven't won in their last eight games, Swindon haven't lost in their last five, or any not in any of the last nine at home, and you can get Swindon at four to five. Yeah, it's a good price. Cracking we'll price, take, that, when you're taking we'll everything. All day. Yeah, take everything into consideration. That's, that's an absolute gem, is it not? That is a gem. What do they know that we don't? Yeah, who, <laughs> how many players are injured? <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I mean the vegans, Forest Green, they they absolutely fell off a cliff, didn't they? About maybe December was it? Yeah. November, December, yeah. something like that. Yeah, about December. Yeah, they just absolutely collapsed. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, on the surface of things, this looks pretty blatant. Uh, profit chasers, if you're listening to this and you've got any kind of inside scoop as to a, uh, why Swindon are priced where they are, please let us know. We would absolutely love to know. Yeah, because you'd expect them to be the more kind of one to two, wouldn't you, than a uh, shade under evens. Yeah. But hey, hey, we'll snap that up uh, yeah. if the bookies are going to offer it. Yeah, yeah, all day. 
another team at the top, well, near the top of the league who are short-priced against a team who are down near the bottom of the league too. It's Plymouth against Macclesfield. Plymouth priced at uh, 53 to 100 for the victory. It's an, what, a nice, what a nice price that is. Hmm. Macclesfield, no wins in eight, without a clean sheet in 12. Plymouth in third in the league, um, four points off top. I just think they're going to have too much, aren't they? This, this is a Macclesfield side who are, who are obviously struggling, um, only off bottom because of how bad Stevenage have been. Um, Plymouth, have got, Plymouth have got the third best home record in the league as well. Macclesfield, the 22nd best away record. So, Oof. yeah, it, it should be another routine win for a side at the top of this division against the side struggling down at the bottom. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, yeah, I mean, Macclesfield are going to get away with absolute murder, aren't they, um, this season? Unless Obviously, they get a points deduction, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That is still a potential hanging over them. So uh, kind of wait to see what comes, comes of that, of course. Uh, but yeah, um, Stevenage making it very comfortable for everyone um, involved. I don't know about you, Tom. Um, I don't have anything else, I don't think, for League 2. I don't know if you've got anything that you want to go through. No, no, they're your three. Um, and I think they're a very strong three. Yeah, I think the only thing that I could potentially kind of flirt with is Cheltenham, Port Vale, both teams to score. Price is five to six. Both teams are on absolutely electrifying form right now. Uh, probably two of the most uh, informed teams in the league. Fifth and seventh, respectively, going head-to-head. Uh, both teams to score is, is something that I that I would consider. Okay. Uh, right. That's that then. We've got no bomb-proof trebles from last week to recap, so we'll go straight into giving you this week's bomb-proof treble, shall we? Yes. Yes, we will. Well, I'll just go straight in with mine. Um, we spoke about these teams in League 2 being very strong. I'm just going to go straight in with the League 2 treble. It's going to be Crewe to beat Stevenage, odds of 1-2. to two. Plymouth to beat Macclesfield at odds of 53-100. to 100. And Swindon to beat Forest Green at odds of 4-5. to five. The treble pays 41-31. The top three teams in League 2, all on good form, all with very favourable home fixtures this weekend. So hopefully... A routine treble win. Pretty much the dream, isn't it? That? What do you think, so? On paper, that is like... That's that's nailed on. Yeah, that's what we that's what we want. That's 100% what we want. Uh, yeah, good kind of... Good form, good sides against poor sides, ideally at home. It's the dream. Yeah. That's literally the dream. Um, mine is similar... <clears throat> with a spicy little additive. So to- Tom's gone for Tom's gone for the League Two kind of top sides. I'm going to go for the Championships top sides. So starting off, I'm going to go for West Brom away at Swansea, uh, priced at twenty-one to twenty. Then I'm going to go for Leeds, uh, who are obviously in second in the Championship, four to eleven. They're at home to Huddersfield. Considering I'm not going to get the best returns off that, I'm going to throw in Coventry 
away at Ipswich in League One, priced at two to one. Um, so that's obviously bumped it up ten pounds on returns eighty three eighty six. Nice little return that. Juicy, yeah, juicy, isn't it? Yes, um, but you know the size of Pitt, West Brom, and Leeds. You know we we know they're doing very well in the Champlain Coventry. We said top of League One, so uh, I think that hinges on Coventry, obviously, doesn't it? Odds of, of two to one, obviously, yeah. um, obviously tell us that. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. The other two you think should win. It just all hinges on Cov. Yeah, fingers crossed, mate. Um, so let's construct a joint treble then. Um, I really like the um, League Two treble. Um, I really want Swindon in there. I, I think, you know, they are top four to five. What do you think to that? Yeah, that's fine. Um... Okay. And then do you have another one that you favour more than the other? Crew. Crew. Okay. And then for mine. Um, from yours, Ooh, if we if we if we throw in, yeah, maybe West Brom. They're a bit okay. better price. What's the price of West Brom? I'll just work all that out. Twenty-one to twenty. Okay. So just to recap, uh, we're going to go for Swindon at home to Forest Green in League Two. We're going to go for Crew at home to Stevenage, also in League 2. And in Championship action, we're going to go for West Bromwich Albion away at Swansea City. £10 on, Tom. Returns? 55-35. 55-35. Beautiful. Um, so, yeah, guys, um, obviously we uh, construct the bomb-proof trebles, only placing down what we can afford to lose. Please keep within your limit. Um, and please be aware um, of the dangers and risks around gambling. Absolutely, very important. Um, okay, so any other little bits then? We'll have a quick skim through fantasy football. Uh, very low scoring game week. The league looks pretty similar, to be honest. Um, I did break into the top 10, now I'm back out of it. <laughs> so the top 10, as it currently stands, Edward Redou is he's very comfortably top with 75-point lead over David Arias. Charlie Donnelly, Sean McCarthy, Darren Venn, Sanj Birdie Mystery, Mark Johnston, David Doherty, that's a new name, Callum mm. Nags and Simon Tither round out the top 10. I'm six points off. I'm in 13th. Ooh. I want to read my own name out. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine the <laughs> scenes. Oh, God. Uh, I'd never listen to the show again. Um <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm finding it tough. Honestly, I'm finding it very tough. Along with many others, I'm not alone. That's no. At least no. I'm not alone struggling. At least there's people with me that are also crap at this. That's great. Yeah, 165th out of uh, 212 for uh, Mr. Walker. Yeah, not bad. That's kind of top of league, <laughs> top of league two territory. That is pretty yeah. much. Yeah. You've been relegated for for next season. Oof, oof. (laughs) That's tough to take. But yeah, guys, if you want to join, if you want to join our fantasy football um, for the tail end, if you've got a team with the official uh, Premier League fantasy football kind of piece there, 
uh, you will join at your rightful spot. And there's a £20 bet, um, a £20 free bet on offer for the winner. So um, hit us up on social media for the um, description and the league code um, for Fancy Football. Twitter is the best platform to get us on, T underscore FB Podcasts. Uh, alternatively, you can uh, get at us on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash podcast. Uh, and if you want to email us or any inquiries or questions or anything like that, uh, podcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. And if you have enjoyed the show, perhaps some, won some money off uh, some of our tips, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to the podcast. Yeah. 100% and uh, I think that's that's pretty much a wrap I think um, really yep. obviously grateful for everyone uh, everyone's patience whilst we had a, a a little break last week we didn't want to but as Tom said life just kind of got in the way yeah exactly so uh, again we'll hopefully be back with you next week I don't see why we wouldn't be but we should be back with you next week with uh, hopefully some winning bomb proof trebles to recap and uh, plenty of winning bet slips sent into our twitter account 100 percent. yep thank you very much guys take care speak to you soon